Blog Talk Radio. Hi, everybody. Welcome to Ann Ortley's Weekly Weather. My name is Ann Ortley. I'm an astrologer here at the Bright Red Desk, and as you can hear, I have a little snuffle in my nose. Came in this morning, little sneeze, 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 sneeze. So, runny nose, snuffly, sneezy. I'll probably sneeze a few times. Hey, the energy's shifting. You know, it's spring cold. I don't know. August Aquarius cold. Any rate, forward into the into the new energy. Everything all in uh, in Aquarius and Capricorn answering to that lovely Saturn in Aquarius. The entire sky reports into the big guy. And, of course, Saturn in Aquarius talks to us about our hopes and our dreams because he's in Aquarius, our work for the greater good of the community, our understanding of our role in the respon- our role in the collective. You know, Capricorn is my own personal achievements. Aquarius is my achievements and how they affect the community that I'm a member of or how I work with the community I'm a member of. So we've shifted the energy. We had two and a half years in Capricorn. Now we're going into two and a half years in Aquarius. It'll end in the spring of um, uh, 23. Uh, and so, yeah, forward, full steam ahead. But remember, all the planets are looking at Saturn and going, okay, so what do you think, guy? And he goes, I think we need to pay attention to the role and the responsibilities that we all have. And so the energy shifted. We had the inauguration. Yay, Ra. I don't know about you, but I felt like all this tension leading up to it. And then it happened, and I'm like, you know, done. It shifted. And it feels almost like a month ago, even though it was only well, even though it was only the 20th. And um, that that was the Mars Uranus changing, and people were very anxious, not sleeping, and, and, and kind of that wired energy. Mars Uranus also is explosive anger, so you know there's people that are not happy, which I get. Um, I had dinner with uh, breakfast actually with a friend of mine and her daughter, um, and the daughter I've known like since she was eight. And Allie goes, you know, like they want to kill us, and we just want to make things better. And I thought. Out of the mouths of babes, even though you're not a you know you're not a little kid anymore. But it was like, yeah, that's a good point. Um, you know, what is our vision and how are we going to get there and what does it look like? And we do know we have lots of changes this year. We are not done by any means. Uh, you know, that Mars Uranus was we really started to hear a bit more about that mutation of the virus in uh, in England, and um, it does mutate. You know, they change, they shift. That's one of the reasons there's never been an effective AIDS vaccine developed because they change. And I remember way back when, when I was younger, and herpes was the thing. And I had a good friend who had herpes, and there was a herpes dating site. And so she signed up with the herpes dating site. Like everybody that was on that site would have herpes too. So you wouldn't have to go through that conversation, right? Well, come to find out there's different versions of herpes. <laughs> that dating site didn't last really long, you know, because it's like, yeah, yeah, you might not have the kind I have, but you're giving me yours, I'm giving you mine, and okay, we're off to the races. So I remember thinking, oh, yeah, viruses mutate, viruses mutate. Um, and I was talking to my sister this week, and, you know, they were planning on going, they usually go skiing at Christmas, and Austria was shut. They live, they work in Germany. My, my sister's husband works in Germany. And... um they didn't go – so they were going to go in January. I said, oh, when are you going in January? She goes, no, no. Bruce goes – her husband goes, end of March. I'm like, what? She goes, we're locked down until the end of March. I'm like, wow. Now, remember, Europe takes us much more seriously than we do, than we ever have. So um, this new rapidly spreading virus, we do have two more years of our Pluto transit, right? So we hit 400,000 people on uh, the day Biden got inaugurated. As many people died in World War <laughs> World War One, um, 
Yes, yeah, so we really want to just kind of be aware that, that even though there's a vaccine, we do have to wear our masks, we have to practice. And even if you have the vaccine and you're inaugurate, you're inoculated against, not inaugurated, inoculated against it, you can still carry it. You can still get it and carry it to other people. So um, we do want to watch that energy. And, of course, you know, when I look at the double Pluto, you know, we still have two more years of our Pluto transit for our country, um, even though we finished – ostensibly with the last bit of energy that moved to Florida recently, we now have a whole new, we still have a lot of work to do, basically, is the net of it. And so as you're looking at your life, as you're looking at your choices, as you're looking at your options, this week we have a full moon that we take that take place in Leo, Aquarius. Um, so it's uh, we go back to when the Leo moon happened in 19, and then we go forward to the Taurus moon last year, and now we're at the full moon in Aquarius this year, and then we'll have a closing square in Scorpio time in um, this year, you know, in, in November time. So this moon that we're having, the full moon that we're having, Remo just hopped on the table and blocked it. The full moon that we're having is at 9 Aquarius. Um, and, of course, Jupiter's hanging out there. Uh, and it's, it's it's a moon Jupiter uh, Sun Jupiter uh, opposite the Moon, so there's a lot of juicy energy, and of course Jupiter's in a new sign now. He's in Aquarius. He's off the ground, <laughs> where he doesn't really like to hang out. He's flying again, so that's good. And this week we also have a Venus Pluto conjunction. Venus Pluto conjunctions are very passionate. Venus is a very passionate girl, and when she meets up with Pluto, she's very, very passionate. Pluto is triangles, hearing things, having things revealed, finding out about triangles you didn't know happened, and then she skips off into Aquarius after she tells you this. We also are having Mercury retrograde this week. Um, so Mercury's going to retrograde. He entered his shadow on the uh, 15th, and he is going to retrograde until February 21st. He's in Aquarius, so that is technology, computers, phones, all those things that we talk with, and also our communications. Remember, Mercury is high in the sky. He loves being in Aquarius. He always knows stuff. So we're going to have a lot of things that are going to come out that we're going to hear about. Mercury's going to say, hey, you know, blah, 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 and you're going to go, what? And he's going to go, yeah, blah, 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 and you're like, uh -huh. And he goes, remember when? And you go, yeah. He goes, and that was related to this. And you go, oh. This is the connected dots, Mercury and Aquarius, because he connects the dots. He flies high. Kind of think of like the general plotting the battle, and he's got the battlefield and the land maps and all that stuff. Remember those old movies, you know, where they would show them landing over it? Or, you know, if you've ever seen the um, the network pictures where they show you you know, the AT&T Command Center, and they show you all the phone lines running all over the country, or, you know, they show you all the airplanes flying across space, you know, the, you, when you do the, the airline thing. This is that kind of energy. So Mercury in Aquarius gives you the big picture. He helps you see it in a way you hadn't seen it before. He is in air, um, and he is uh, he's talking. And then he's going to go retrograde, uh, until the 21st of February, and then he's going to go forward. So what he does when he goes retrograde is he asks us to revisit, revise, re-understand uh, what's going on, or understand it in any R-E word, understand it in a new way. And then once we've done that, we have a different we have a different perception of things. So it's important um, to kind of watch what stories come to light on this. Uh, and, of course, Mercury rules siblings, um, 
So yesterday, apparently, when they were called, they revealed because Mercury retrograde reveals things too. They revealed that Mike Flynn has a brother. Who knew? He's the guy that was talking about overthrowing the. Um, hang on, my buzzer is buzzing. Right back. Mercury retrograde kind of day. Um, So as he went, you know, he revealed he had a brother who was actually in the room when they called for extra reinforcements when the Capitol was getting invaded. Who knew Mike Flynn had a brother? Who knew he was going to be in the room? Who knew he would say, yeah, yeah, we're not sending the reinforcements. Watch for stuff like that. It's really important. Um, You know, we're going to hear things we hadn't heard in a while or we never heard. And then we're going to go, oh, that makes sense. That makes sense. So that's the energy. Watch for stuff being revealed to you. Venus telling Venus Pluto, she's going to bring out the secrets. She knows them. She, she's going to tell you. So your job as uh, as a you know as a astrologer, <laughs> and when your friends go oh, and you go, I know, I know. Can you believe it? Can you believe it? And the answer is yes, yes. You should believe it. It's totally true. And in, invite it in, invite it in to have it. Georgia Stas has said we have to invite the witch to the party this year. You don't have to talk to the witch, but you have to invite her. And when she comes in, you want to go, "Hi, witch!" And I don't mean I don't mean that in the mean sense. I mean, Eris, the goddess of discord, is up in the heavens, and she is playing with Pluto. She played with him uh, January thirtieth. She played with him June. She played with him December eleventh. She's going to play with him again in April, and then she's going to play with him for a third and final, fifth and final time next October. So our job, should we decide to accept it, is to know we have to work. We have to learn to work with the witch. I'm not saying that in a mean way. I am a witch, right? Or I've been called one many times. Um, But we have to bring in the person who points out things we might not want to see or talks about stuff we don't really want to talk about, or brings up stuff kind of a little disturbs the peace kind of energy, and recognize that energy is really important to integrate as we're working in this this, this next chunk of time. Because as we get to integrate that, remember, whatever we dispel, whatever we ban- whatever we banish, it gets bigger. It gets bigger. It doesn't get smaller. It gets bigger. You have to invite it in, talk to it, hang out with it, Dalai Lama says, you, want to, you say you want peace on earth, start by going and talking to the person you're not talking to. And I'm always like, oh, but that's, that's how we get there, right? So it's finding that, finding that space. And this week with all the planets in a little clump, except for Moon and Leo way over on the far side, all, if you look at the chart, all the planets are in a little clump. They're in uh, a couple planets in Capricorn. Most of them are in Aquarius. And then Mars and Uranus are in Taurus. So it's technically a bundle except for the Moon who's way over on the far side when she has when we have the full moon. So they're in a little bundle, you know, so the moon is over there. And really, you know, are you the one that goes over and talks to the person that comes in that stands alone in the corner? I remember a friend of mine was dating a blind guy, 
and he'd he'd gone blind in the course of his life it was macular degeneration and she was saying to him carry a cane carry a cane when he came to new york cuz he lived um he lived in norway and you didn't really need a cane there you know cuz there's not a lot of people he's like why do I carry a cane she goes well it's for two reasons one they see you're blind and two you know you're kind of warning them they notice you right um and and then you can navigate with it you know it's kind of like you're warning them too <laughs> you know it's like a two-way warning and he it took a little while but finally he agreed to carry a cane when he visited her in new york and she took him to a party and all these people talked to him and he said to her i don't understand like all these people came over and talked to me and she said to him it's because you were carrying a cane they knew that you couldn't see them so they came over and they initiated the conversation so i want you to pretend that you're hanging out in a room of blind people this week because venus pluto and the neptune aspect it kind of invites that energy and go talk to the blind person go talk to the person that you don't normally talk to go have a chat because they're going to tell you something really important that you should know or you should at least think about as mercury gets ready to go retrograde and then when he goes retrograde till february 21st you're going to be like, oh, oh, I never thought of that before. So reach out, talk to the person you've not been talking to, um, kind of check in and see how they're doing. Um, just check in, you know, interesting news out there if you check in. And I know we've all been kind of hunkered down, kind of feeling like, oh, what's going to happen? And I think it's important that now with Aquarius, we, we bond, we commune, we connect with our community, we find our tribe again. We find who is our tribe. What are they like? Go talk to the blind guy. Go talk to the guy standing there with a cane and a stick in his hand. And he's like, really, that cane just made a huge difference. <laughs> you know, because normally he would kind of stand in a corner and he couldn't see you, so he couldn't talk to you. And uh, she, of course, was a fad, so she ran around the room. And, uh, yeah, he carried the cane and everybody talked to him. So be that be that person or be the one that goes and talks. But definitely kind of move out of your isolation this week. Really interesting conversations if you do that. Go hang out and try and understand what's going on over in your world. Why is that happening? And and where are you with that? Because that's the energy of how we get there. You know, we have to we have to connect and talk to the one we don't normally talk to. We don't have to talk long, <laughs> but we do have to talk. And that was instead of a sneeze, I blew my nose. Yeah, it's that kind of day. All right. Let's talk about the energy in the sky. It's very juicy right now. Okay, so the sun this week goes from 4 Aquarius to 14 Aquarius. He has a square to Uranus on the 26th with just slightly explosive energy. Uh, You know, kind of boom, boom, let's change some stuff. And then he meets up with Jupiter on the 28th. So he is, you know, sun in Aquarius meets up with Jupiter Aquarius, which is kind of a new beginning. Now remember... Jupiter hasn't been in Aquarius for 12 years, so Sun and him are reuniting for the first time in 12 years, and they're saying, oh, how about a plan? How about an idea? How about we do this? And then Sun pulls out of that conjunction with Jupiter and zooms right into a square with Mars on the first. So he says, well, I know I thought about that, but now I'm going to go this way. So kind of, you know, be inspired by having that conversation and then take action when we get a little further in, like what your vision of action is. Mercury this week, as I mentioned, he goes retrograde. He stations on January 30th at 10.51 in the morning at 26.29 Aquarius. So 
So that means he goes from 23 Aquarius to 26, 29, and then he goes backwards to 25, 41. So he's busy, not doing a whole lot except chatting up things. He has quintiles. He has a sextile to Eris, revealing all sorts of secret things going on that she's been doing. She's the witch in the corner, uh, January 24th. And then he has an aspect to Uranus, surprise, surprise. And then he has a quintile to Uranus. Oh, that's what that meant once you process the surprise, surprise. And then Mercury has a semi-sextile from Pluto. So he remember, he's following Pluto. And he's saying, well, you remember when that happened? That's what this was about. That's what that's what this meant, right? And you kind of go, wow, wow. Yeah, I remember when that happened. Now you're putting the clues together. You know, um, I watch Rachel Maddow a lot. She's one of my favorites. And she goes, okay, watch this space. We're going to pay attention to what's going on here. There's a clue, you know. And then just yesterday she had Dr. Fauci on who said, yeah, I was told I couldn't come talk on your show. And they say, why do you want to go and talk on Rachel Maddow? And he goes, because she's good and she's smart and she knows what she's doing. And they were like, no, you can't talk on her. He said, I really wanted to come, Rachel. And she goes, okay, thanks for telling me. I kind of thought maybe there was something going on there. Um, so, yeah, so watch what Mercury's secrets are, how he reveals the secrets. Um, he also has a parallel to Juno, which is a partnership aspect on the 28th. And I know people get a little nervous sometimes. Oh, my God, Mercury retrograde. I can't sell contracts. I can't. You know, it's not a bad thing. It just says review it, revisit it, revise it, understand it, go through the details. Um, don't be afraid of planets. Work with their energies. It's an opportunity. I know one of my plans is to reorganize my computer so I can find things on it. Because it's just right now a giant pile of paper. Instead of a pile of paper on my desk, it's a pile of paper on my desktop. I open it up and I've got like all these different files that I've saved that I haven't, I have to throw away. Um, Venus this week, 819 cap to zero Aquarius. So she zips into Aquarius on February 1st, 901. But this week she's going between 19 and 30, uh, setting off everything in your chart. As I mentioned earlier, she does have a conjunction with Pluto. Before she does that, she has a square with Eris on the 29th. So this is, again, the revealing energies that could make you angry. You know, you invited the witch to the corner. You invited the witch to come in, and um, you talked to her, and she said something that made you mad, and then you took it to Pluto, and Pluto goes, well, let's talk about the triangle that's existing there and how we work with it. So it's an interesting energy. Again, don't take it personally. These are very detached energies. You might want to take it personally, but I advise you as your astrologer, don't take it personally. Just gather the data. It's not about figuring out what to do with it yet. It's about gathering it and then making a plan once you gather it all, once Mercury goes direct, on the 21st of February, we make a plan. But this is gathering. Gather the data. Gather the data. Because that's all part of it. Um, and and don't jump to conclusions. Jump to assumptions. <laughs> and then dig in that direction, but don't, don't jump to occlusions. Got to think of Mercury, Pluto. Venus, Pluto is like cadaver dogs. I would never really got that concept. But they can smell dead bodies. They know where they are. And so dig for the smell. If you smell something, dig a little. See what's in there. And it will be revealed, trust me, with Mercury and Aquarius. Uh, Mars is in a biquintile this week. He's at 26 Taurus-ish, not moving particularly fast, aspecting the node of fate, not making any aspects. He had his little union with Uranus last week. He squared Jupiter this weekend. 
Um, and he's done now. He's into fresh territory. He has shot his wad, uh, so to speak. Uh, he was in Aries from July, August, September, October, November, December. <sighs> now, January, he's done. He talked to those guys three times, Saturn, Mars, Pluto, or Saturn, Pluto, Jupiter, Saturn, Pluto, Jupiter backwards, Saturn, Pluto, Jupiter forward. He just squared Jupiter this weekend, and he's like, okay, next. And it is like an okay, next, and that's the energy you want to work with. Okay, next doesn't mean we can't go back and address old issues, but we're on to the new because Mars is out of this struggle that he's been in for seven months, six and a half, seven months. Um, Saturn this week is five Aquarius. He is talking to Vesta. He wants you to modify your house on February 2nd, modify, revise. Neptune this week does have a square to the nodes of fate. This is a big one. You know, he's had a couple squares to the nodes. He's at 19 Pisces. Nodes are at 19 Pisces. Um, uh, Or we've had a lot of squares to the nodes. Neptune hasn't squared them. As I said last week, we had a lot of squares to the nodes, choices, choices, opportunities, new ideas coming in. As Neptune squares the nodes, he says to us, what's your dream? What's your dream? Got to make practical dreams. And he's in Pisces. So he is answering to Jupiter, you know, if we, uh, and Jupiter, of course, is answering to Saturn. So it's like making practical steps with your dreams. And, of course, the sun is coming along, um, and he's meeting up with Jupiter on the 28th, which is two days after Neptune squares Jupiter. So, you know, kind of like making your list for Santa Claus, to the extent that Jupiter in your chart is Santa Claus. He brings you good things. Uh, make your list. Make your list for Santa and say, Santa, this is my list for the next 20 years. I've been telling you to do this for a few weeks. So if you haven't done it yet, make your list because <laughs> you're giving it to Santa this week when, when the sun comes to Jupiter. And he says to Jupiter, this is what I want to work on. Jupiter says, okay, well, is it a 20-year plan because I've met with Saturn in December? Or is it a 12-year plan because we haven't seen each other in 12 years? And the sun goes, Probably both, but let's start with first 12. And off we go, right? Because Jupiter now is in uh, Aquarius, and that's the last time the sun met him was 12 years ago. Uh, in Aquarius. He meets him every year, but he didn't meet him in Aquarius every year. Um, the Pluto is in a biquintile to the node of fate. That's on January 27th. So biquintiles are, really? I can do that? And Pluto, of course, you know, he's just had a hard year or two because he was hanging out with Saturn and Jupiter and all this all these people partying in his house <laughs> and uh, he's like alright I can move forward with that in a new way in a new direction and we have Vesta in hard aspect to series this is a little bit of disturbed sleep and that's going to be the 27th 28th so the 27th 28th is a little turbulent because we have all these planets making plans and choices and options so a lot of times that shows up as people quitting their jobs, people out announcing reorganizations, people moving, changing things. That's all kind of part of this energy because we're all finishing up what we haven't, finishing up the things we need to finish and putting the new stuff in place. You know, it's very literal sometimes. You know, you move into a new place, you unpack your bags, you put your furniture away, then you start putting the dishes and the stuff and you figure out what fits and what doesn't and you hang the pictures and you're like, oh, I'm tired. But that's this week. It's kind of rearranging the house, rearranging the way we're going to do things, kind of getting it all in order. At the same time, you're working on stuff. But then you go, you know, that picture would look better over there. All right, I'm going to move that at lunch. 
and and kind of think of that as this week. It's got a bustly, busy energy, even though we're finishing up old stuff. And Athena is aspecting the nodes of fate. And she does that in a positive way. She's in Aquarius, so she's trining that north node in Gemini. And she's saying, let's make a plan. Let's make a list. Let's have a vision of how we can do this. And and she's inviting you to go forward and do that. And remember, all the planets are hanging out together, so you've got a workforce over there. So it's a good week to make them work <laughs> and say, okay, guys, you've got to work now. Uh, we're all getting organized here. So let's go to the moons. Moon this week today, the moon is in Gemini. Lots of options and choices and directions. Moon has a lovely closing aspect of a trine to Mercury. Of course, Mercury's in his shadow, so you're making the plan with the idea it might change. That's okay. Mercury goes void uh, the 25th, Monday night, at, or tonight, like after we go to bed, at 2.15 in the morning, you know, Sunday into Monday. And then he's void in the morning on Monday the 25th, and he enters uh, Cancer at 1.52 p.m., on Monday. He's in Cancer Monday, Tuesday. He goes void at 12.55 p.m. on Wednesday. And then he's void all afternoon till 9.54 p.m. when he enters Leo. Remember, we're going to have a lot of long void moons because the planets are all in young degrees, early degrees of signs. Sun Moon goes into Leo 9.54 p.m. on the the 27th. There's a full moon at 2.15 p.m., on Thursday, and he goes void at 5:50 or 8:53. Yeah, he goes void at 8:53 on Friday the 29th, and then he's void all evening until three in the morning when he goes into Virgo on the 30th. He's in uh, Virgo on the 30th. Mercury, of course, stations retrograde that day next Saturday, and he's in um, Moon's in Virgo 30th, 31st, and he goes void at 6.10 a.m. on the 1st of February. How did it get to be the 1st of February already? And Rune is going to try and Venus with that. So the closing aspects this week are basically uh, pretty nice. You know, um, the 8.53 one is I'm separating from you and leaving you, but assuming you're leaving to a good thing, Moon opposite Mercury isn't bad, but it does say to Mercury, well, I think I'm done with this. I think I need to go. And then the the, um, the Cancer Moon has uh, an opposition to Pluto. So, again, I think I'm going to go. I think I need to leave. And then the Gemini Moon has a nice one. So you're going to make decisions, and then you're going to take emotional leave. You're going to take ego leave, and then you're going to go, okay, now I'm ready, ready for this new chapter, which we aren't really launching because we're, you know, the Moon's in Virgo. But it's getting an idea of what it wants to do. Stressful moons this week. Uh, the big stressful moon is the full moon. There's a lot of juicy energy on the full moon. Um, uh, that is going to be on Thursday. And then there's a lot of busy, busy, busy on the 20, the moon on the 26th, because it's moon in Cancer. It's always a little emotional. And then there's a lot of energy around how do I adjust? How am I going to adjust? Because remember, when the moon goes into Cancer now, instead of having hard aspects to Saturn and Jupiter, he has adjusting aspects, whereas all last year he had hard aspects. So you're going to have an emotional reaction. He's going to say to you, well, adjust. And you're like, adjust? And he's like, yeah, adjust. Um, Jupiter and Saturn are like, we're not in Capricorn anymore. We're not giving you a hard time now. We're asking you what you want to create. And moon goes, really? I didn't, really? 
it, you know, sometimes it's a little hard, you know, especially when you've been in a bad situation for a while. It's hard to believe it actually is not bad anymore. You kind of go, really? Well, that's a change. And he goes, yeah. Well, we were in Capricorn for the last few years. We're not in Capricorn anymore. We changed into Aquarius. We're about, instead of being about me, 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 no offense to the Capricorns in the audience, mine, 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 what, did I, what do I get out of this? We're into what do we get out of it? What's the community have? And so Moon and Cancer goes, well, that's a different way of thinking about things. And they go, yeah, yeah, that is. We're starting a new 20-year cycle where we're thinking about the other guy. Not about me all the time. It's about everybody. It's about the community. It's how we work together. So it's a really sea change. And uh, in this in this next cycle, 12 years, 20 years, you can pick your pick your poison on that, we get to choose. Choose wisely. That's what astrology exists for, to illuminate, to inspire, uh, to have you look up at the sky and say, oh, wow, that's what's going on. Okay, let's see how it works down here on Earth in my chart. And how do I get to use that energy wisely? So on that note, Anne Ortley signing off from the bright red desk and wishing you all a fabulous, fabulous week, a fun full moon, and an inspiring Mercury retrograde. Watch for the secrets to be revealed. And Mercury knows where the bodies are buried. <laughs> Remember, he was hanging out in Capricorn, you know, he's like he knows where everything is. He goes, Yeah, didn't didn't anybody didn't you notice that? And you go, well, I did, but I didn't know what it meant. And Mercury goes, this is what it meant. Let, Come here, girl, let's dish. Come here, come over here, let's talk. So great week for talking. Catching up with old friends, too. Mercury retrograde. You want to talk to people you haven't talked to in a while. They have stories to tell, too. And go talk to the person in the corner holding the stick or go talk to the mean witch over in the corner and see what she has to say about things. It's a fun week if you take the, uh, you take the high road on that. Yeah, let me, let me just talk to you and see what you think. Oh, you you're thinking that, huh? Okay, cool. Got it. That's an in- interesting way to look at problems. And on that note, I wish you a great week. Anne Ortley signing off from the Bright Red Desk. Bye. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.